Hello, sports fans. Kevin Horgan here, our culture in Coet. Um, a little politics and a, a little church. Uh, we're gonna. This is the political track, um, uh, episode ninety, uh, on October fourteenth, twenty twenty three, and it's titled "Mr. Will Has One Thing Wrong and Decency Dies a Little." Two parts today, my disagreement with George Will and ingratitude at church. The incomparable and damn near always right George Will wrote yesterday on Friday the 13th of the current dysfunction in Congress by Republicans, in which I agree with him, but he slipped in Senator Tommy Tuberville's holding of blanket military promotions because Biden's and the DOD's refusal to follow the law on abortion. Now, I repeat, the DOD refuses to follow the law. Mr. Will makes Tuberville look like an idiot, which is now, I guess, a requirement of public disagreement, from which, in this case, reasonable people can disagree. But he adds that he agrees with the opinion that Tuberville's partisan recalcitrance is making the U.S. a laughingstock among her adversaries. As if. Now, forget our open border, forget the retrograde debacle of Afghanistan, forget stop pumping U.S. oil and begging other countries to produce more, forget the Chinese surveillance balloons, forget the trans nonsense training in the military ranks, forget handing $6 billion to a nation that sneers repeatedly at our outstretched hand. Forget that Biden's minions publicly state that climate change is the most important military threat, greater than the security of our strongest ally in the Middle East. Forget that Democrats support our and our allies' adversaries. And too many Republicans support isolationism and you-know-who. Forget that the U.S. is the last of our allied Western nations to evacuate its citizens who have been targeted by Hamas from Israel. Forget parades of ignorant morons in New York City and elsewhere in our nation who think... Palestine will gain a nation and Israel will just walk into the sea because of mindless violence against innocents and grievances that have been repeatedly self-imposed. Now, Mr. Will is right 99.9% of the time. He is wrong to agree with the opinion that Tuberville's procedural block is making us a laughingstock. That element is way down the list. There's a baseball analogy to make here. Now, mind you, the world is about to blow up its most dangerous time since just before World War II. If U.S. foreign policy doesn't stop the crazy dictators now in the press, in the financial and allied business corridors, in the court of public opinion, then a sunburst or a sea level change will mean nothing if the world is a nuclear wasteland. If you don't win today, you can't play tomorrow. Our adversaries have much more to laugh about than one U.S. senator who happens to have a lot of support on his stand. One senator who's only asking that our Department of Defense follow the law. Now, let me shift gears for your further amusement. Our parish has a food distribution program that is run through one of the ministries on Saturday mornings. I have been involved with other agencies and other locations in this kind of assistance to those in need of food for many years, but not in my parish. The cars for food queue in the church lot and strong old men, led by tough old ladies, muscle the boxes and bags and trays of foodstuffs 
into open trunks and doors and hatchbacks of cars. Some of the cars are very nice and very new, certainly nicer and newer than my vehicle, which I appreciate very much and have no plans to get rid of. A stretch limo is in the line today too, hand to God. Uh, probably some legitimate story behind that, but man, it looks bad. The lot is shared at that time of the morning uh, with the morning mass crew, and there's always a line at the short green light on egress from the property for both the food recipients and the mass attendees. Today, when I got to the light, two cars were in front of me at a very long red, both food recipients. I'm feeling what passes for me as the Holy Spirit having just left church. The light turns green and the first car doesn't move, probably on his phone. Happens all the time, right? Done it yourself. Say oops and you just get going, right? George has a hands-free state, so he's technically breaking the law. Well, car number two hits the horn a nanosecond before I can. Car one, loaded with free food from our parish's generosity, flips the bird. And he stays put. As the left green switches to flashing amber, he guns away. Well, the second car makes chase an elderly couple as Pops is hunched over the wheel. I had to laugh as I sat through another long light cycle, resisting the temptation to check my phone or curse eloquently in the private space of my car. There are some parallels here with our government and with world events. I shouldn't have to point them out, but... I will. Uh, Think decency, gratitude, civil behavior, and maybe a little more gratitude. And that's a start. Peace out.